Hello and welcome to Dam Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. Wow, we're actually getting into some very, very acute mental neuroses on this episode. So I'm just going to get through a few things, uh, just the background network stuff, and then we'll get right into the uh, neuroses stuff. Um, note says, fear updates and fire of doing. Yeah, I've been hard at work uh, getting ready to launch fear agents next month. Uh, that's the plan anyway. So let's see. Uh, I need to mix down the uh, first episode of the audio of the podcast. It'll happen about every four to six weeks. I finished another illustration. Uh, we're going to get everything uploaded into uh, iTunes. Um, I'm going to be tweaking the social media pages in the next couple days, uh, getting everything ready for that. And then it's a pretty much hurry up and wait scenario uh, with the whole uh, RSS and iTunes thing. And then, you know, in the meantime, I'll be working on more illustrations. I'm sorry if the, the mic picked that up. I was uh, running this little thing in the background. I feared that little mechanical whine. But yeah, I, mean, I feel really good about uh, launching Fear Agents. And it's something where I looked back at when uh, the original the original intro music and the original um, episode that I was, when we originally tried to do it, and it was like two years ago. Um, you know, maybe a year and a half, two years ago, and it just took that long to kind of come back to it, get it into, you know, fighting shape, and be happy with it, and I am happy with it. That was the problem when we tried to do Fear Agents as its own kind of standalone podcast, is I just, I didn't like how it was coming out, I didn't, it, it didn't feel right, it didn't sound right, um, and then when I cracked the code on this whole online novel thing, it was like, oh, that's what it's what it's meant to be. So I'm um, very excited for Fear, and that's going to be coming out. Uh, I've also gotten back into the habit of writing uh, Kathy Hammond. I got one of the largest edits uh, done. Uh, one of the things that uh, I had an idea that I thought was going to be an entire episode, it was not long enough to be an entire episode, so I'm folding it into an episode on the first season. Um, but it was like a good like six, five or six handwritten pages um, so that was really the biggest hurdle in terms of one of the edits for the first season of Kathy Hammond. So I'm looking forward to the rest of them should be fairly short, maybe two to three pages, which isn't bad. And I'm just going to knock that out. And then we start probably pre-production on Kathy Hammond, um, maybe this spring and possibly launch it this summer. Uh, we'll see. Uh, that's, that's the goal anyway. No, no hard you know, deadlines on that necessarily. Um, but I'm, I'm excited to be launching Fear Agents and hopefully Kathy Hammond this year. Uh, two really big projects, very, uh, wouldn't call them like, like, more like passion plays than vanity projects, really. Um, these, these are very much my babies. So let's get right into it. Let's start with the fun one first, I guess. I mean, they're both kind of fun, but um, it says Psychosis Game Fears. I picked up a blade called... A blade. I, I did not pick up a blade. Calm down, everyone. Uh, I think we all know I'm not allowed sharp objects. I picked up, and I'm probably going to slaughter the title, uh, but it's called Hellblade Sinuya's Sacrifice? Something like that. It's called Hellblade. And it's this video game that's... And I will get to a point about neuroses in a second. Uh, it's this video game that's um, based on, I think, like the 10 hundreds uh, Norse mythology, which I'm a huge fan of. And basically, I don't quite know the plot. Um, it seems that this 
Sanuya, Sania, whatever her name is, the main character, goes through this traumatic episode. I, I don't, once again, I haven't played the game, I don't quite know. And she suffers from actual psychosis, um, hearing voices, hallucinations. And that sounds like a normal, I mean, not a normal video game, but it sounds like you're kind of like, oh, okay, well, what a, you know, what's the big deal here, Doug? Um, you know, so you're kind of playing a crazy lady, unreliable narrator game. Meh, meh, meh. Uh, they had neuroscientists and actual people who have and suffer from psychosis work on this game. And it won, it, it, it was up for like, it apparently like the, the experience of playing it is super intense um, and very cool. It's very well done. It's it's uh, got a, a lot of uh, high critical praise, especially for involving people who suffer from it and as a spotlight onto this, you know, mental disease, disability, whatever you want to call it, this mental state. And it's weird because I bought it uh, after I saw a video. I didn't watch the whole video. I just saw the, the headline of it where it's like games that highlight mental illness um, to help you understand the mental illnesses. And I'm sure Hellblade was on that list. I just, like I said, I didn't watch the video or the, see the list. But I just ended up seeing that and then coincidentally getting Hellblade. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to playing it. Uh, because I I don't know that much about psychosis. I make jokes about it, but I don't know that much about it, and, and people that suffer from it. Uh, I also am a little worried. This would be the part with the neuroses. I tend to absorb um, ticks. It's part of my weird brain. Um, it's part of my retention that that when I take in media, sometimes if I take it in for long periods of time, if I binge something, I might pick up a verbal tick, a physical tick, from what I'm watching, um, a good uh, and, and funny example of this is the way I say cool, 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 uh, like Abed from Community after binging, you know, five seasons of it, or however many there were when I started watching it, I think there were like three or four, but kind of the uh, high impact into my brain, I absorbed a physical tick, um, hanging out with people, I tend to um, mirror some of their physical uh, movements, it's just part of that like I said, weird brain um, memory retention, information retention thing. I, I just kind of absorb it. So I'm a little worried about, you know, playing someone, immersing myself in, a, in an experience where someone suffers from uh, psychosis. Not because I'm afraid of, that I'm going to develop psychosis. I don't have, a, it's not like a mental hypochondria. That would be fucking terrible. Not that hypochondria isn't mental, uh, you know, 99 0.9% of the time, but you know what I mean. And I'm sorry if uh, the pipe noises are, are being picked up as well. But uh, I'm worried I'm, I'm going to pick up, like, weird ticks and then display, like, unknowingly display certain physical symptoms of psychosis. And I know that sounds so stupid. Most people are like, why would you even worry about that? It's because it's me. And that's something I would do n not meaning to. Um, I'm literally doing something with my hands that one of my friends does, and I haven't seen him in probably at least five years, and I'm still doing it. It's it's something I, I like I said, I absorb from him is, is what I say. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little worried about playing the game. I mean, God, now I'm talking myself out of it. This is insane. I mean, it's going to be a while uh, before I even get to the game I'm uh, about to beat, uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. Uh, and then I'm moving on to The Last of Us, which I haven't ever played. I know it's a zombie game, and that's it. 
Um, but I know that there are reaction videos from like playing the first like 10 or 15 minutes. And the fact that this game has reaction videos is a little disconcerting. So I'm going to play Uncharted and then Last of Us. And then I'm going to get to Hellblade. Um, unless I need like a palate cleanser in the middle there. Um, maybe a little Crash Bandicoot just to snap myself out of it. But anyway, but I won't think, I won't run around spinning uh, or thinking I'm a Bandicoot, which is kind of nice. So, um, but the Psychosis, not so much. Uh, speaking of psychosis, what a great segue to the last thing on the list you cannot see. I had my mental health assessment yesterday uh, for my situation. Uh, it was interesting. Uh, the, you know, I know I use humor as maybe deflection, as a, a coping mechanism, as a tension release. Um, and I'm really glad that the woman that was admin administering the test uh, had a good sense of humor, knew not to write down my joke answers. Because uh, I'm pretty sure they would have locked me up. So, anyway, um, it went well. Uh, by the end of it, and I'll, I'll get more into the testing in a second, but by the end of it, I, I asked, I said, I don't know if you can say yes or no. Are there any red flags? She goes, no. She goes, you are baseline human. The stresses you feel, the anxieties, the whatever. For the most part, this is stuff that is totally human, day-to-day, you don't need to worry about it. You don't need to be on medication. You seem to be handling it well. Your therapy before has worked. It's given you tools that help. And I said, yeah, I've never really talked about secondary emotions and processing situations and emotions before. And, you know, and I, I talked about this show and I said, I, when I was ending this therapy uh, uh, regimen, I immediately started, damn, because I freaked out, and I was like, I need to be able to get all this shit out of my head, and sometimes it's just the stuff that's going on in the network, and it's like, hey, this is what's going on, and sometimes it's, oh my god, this game may literally drive me insane. Think about that. Think about living with that. I took a very, like, <laughs> like, coffee's for closers sip of my coffee right when I did that. I don't know if I'll keep it in there or not. We'll see if it even picked up, but. It was very, uh, very commanding <laughs> sip of coffee. So the testing really started out with, you know, signing release papers, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then it was a lot of, like, who's the president, at which I, like, exasperated sigh. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, what day is it? What's your name? What's your, your mom? Whatever. Uh, usual cognitive, you know, intro-level stuff. Um, she had me remember four words, repeat them back to her, and then she goes, hang on to them, and we talked, uh, a few more cognitive, um, she had me count down from 100 by threes, um, which was difficult once you start getting into, like, the 70s and 80s, or 80s and then 70s, um, but she was like, no, you did good. Once again, cognitively, I'm fine, asked me what the words were, um, you know, brown, honest, eyedropper, tulip, uh, I remember them the next day, and that's the thing, she goes, oh, do you have... You know, do you forget things easily? I went, nope, quite the opposite. And she went, okay. And we talked about my education history, my, you know, drug and alcohol use. A few funny points were uh, she, we got into my, you know, my social, my, my relationships, um, you know, patterns. And she goes, how would you describe your current um, relationship situation? And I went, deceased. <laughs> and she started laughing. She goes, that's good. I went, yeah, terminally single is fine. Um, working on myself, folks. Um, yeah, I've had some prospects. Uh, nothing's panned out. Uh, fool's gold, I guess you'd call them. But, uh, you know, I am focusing on myself. I need to get my shit together before I really try to get someone else's shit.
that didn't work. It's not a, it's not a perfect metaphor, folks. Um, you know, I made her laugh when we talked about my health because I said, well, I, you know, harbor under the delusion that I am a functioning immortal. And the pen, like, went to paper and I was like, please don't write that. And she goes, oh, no, I'm not. I said, okay, thank you. You know, but I said, I could eat better. I do smoke. Um, you know, what? she goes, why did you get into smoking? I went, uh, really, it was boredom. It wasn't a matter of cool kids. It was modeled behavior, which is a phrase that I would probably never use before therapy. I talked about relationships with my, my parents. Um, you know, and then I took these like questionnaires, which most of them were like on a scale of one to four, how anxious do you feel every day, every hour, whatever. And I was like zero, zero, zero for the most part. The last test, which I did not expect because she said, oh, this is going to take, you know, about two hours for the entire assessment. Well, there's a Scantrum, literally, literally 567 questions on it. I'll remember that shit to the day I die. Now, this is, it's called the MMP2 or something like that. It's the Minnesota Multifaceted Personality Test, some bullshit like that. And it's a lot of, sometimes I feel joy. Uh, I think people are out to get me. I'm afraid of windstorms. I'm obsessed with fire. These are real questions on it. If I could, I would want to be a florist, which I think from the Buffy, the vampire, like the joke is like, I can't remember which one means I'm a psycho, but there you go. Uh, I said I didn't want to be a florist, and if I was an artist, I would not paint flowers. I find that shit boring, um, even if they're pussy flowers, like Georgia O'Keeffe. But anyway, but mental health assessment, uh, everything's fine. Uh, she doesn't seem to have any problems. Obviously, she, you know, says if there's anything that pops, I'll call you, um, I'll give it to your PO. And I said, great, and I'll talk to the PO next month. I don't foresee anything bad happening. I mean, this is once again, they're comparing me against the backdrop of schizophrenics, bipolar, people with actual psychosis who are not in video games. And I'm not that. So, uh, you know, no red flags, which I'm really happy to hear. Uh, and that was it. That's, that's the list you cannot see. I'm trying to think of anything other weird stuff that was on that, that, uh, you know, like, oh, if I could be a journalist, I would report on the theater. And then there was another one that said, if I was a journalist, I'd report on sports events. And I was like, false. Uh, theater wouldn't be that. Uh, I like poetry was literally one of them. Uh, it was strange. And some of them were obviously, like, red flag ones. Like, I feel life is hopeless. I bite myself just to feel something. Yeah, biting yourself is, I guess biting is the new cutting. I don't know. She asked me that. At one point, she asked me if I'd chew on my hair. I literally just shaved my head, and I've had a receding bald, male pattern baldness since my early 20s. So I just kind of, like, stared at her. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I totally chew on my hair. Uh, it's a real, real pen in the ass. So, anyway, uh, but everything's fine, so I'm happy, and it's another thing over in terms of the situation. So all I, all I have left is some community service, the rest of my classes, and then the fines. I'm hoping for early termination, or at least the lowest level of supervision humanly possible by the summer. And from damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug. And from damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my actual mental acute. I said that wrong. Jesus. Fucking up the ending edition. It's been a little while since I've done that. Edition. I think I said edition like three times. Sorry. Good night. Internet. If you liked this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right. Exotic liability, and no applause, just the clap. 
You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, yeah.